Hello, you're listening to Fish Food, a podcast for entrepreneurs who started working for themselves to build companies that grow into thriving businesses. Here, we provide bite-sized accounting and entrepreneurship advice in 20 minutes or less. I'm your host, Keila hill Trawick, and whether you're acting as your own accountant or looking for a new one, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the show. Today is a really special day on our little corner of the world because we are bringing you our 100th episode of Fish Food. I cannot believe that we're here. I'm super excited to be able to share this with you. And honestly, this is a labor of love. I have so much fun making this podcast. I'm excited to make the transition into video, which is not new to me, but We didn't do it this way before, and I'm really glad to be able to share that with you all. We've gotten great feedback about how much you've learned being with us with Fish Food, and y'all, we have made 100 episodes. From what I hear, a lot of podcasters don't do that, and I listen to a ton of podcasts and are so sad for the ones that end, so excited to still be going strong with you. And what better time to be hitting our 100th episode than five years in business? Little Fish is five. Um, We're a toddler, like, well, a kindergartner now, which is super exciting. Um, Today, I want to give you some insight as to our growth, where we started, where we are now, what's next, and a little bonus from members of Little Fish that you don't typically hear from. So let's dive in. All right. So let me start with this. Entrepreneurship is not what I thought it was going to be in good ways and challenging ways. Everyone talks about the freedom and the space and the money, but there's also the fear and the management and the constant changes of being a startup. And so I don't think I knew what I was walking into when I started Little Fish. I'm really proud of where we are now, but it is been a journey to get here. And in the next five, it'll be a whole different journey to get to our new place. But let's start at the beginning. So if you didn't know, I used to be a corporate and government accountant. So I worked for major corporations while I was in Atlanta, and then I moved to D.C. and started working for the federal government. And at the beginning, when I started Little Fish, it was supposed to just be a side hustle. I had friends. Shout out to Amber. I have friends who were telling me as they were starting their businesses that they were really trying to get out of the accounting side. And I had a skill that I knew that I could use in service and get paid to take a few extra trips on the side. And so I decided to start this firm really as a way to start um, or really to support very, very small businesses, which continues into our mission today. I knew that businesses like mine were the least served when it came to accounting and the least least educated when it came to how those numbers impacted everything that was going on in their business. So I started with just me. Um, I invested in a finance coach. Um, I invested in some software and I invested my time. I learned so much about small business accounting, about software, jumping into QuickBooks, figuring out what was the best tax prep software. Remember, I didn't come from a firm where this was done. I never worked in public accounting. So this wasn't a, I had transferable skills, but this wasn't something that I had done before. It was all brand new to me. And in a lot 
lot of ways, I was self-taught by the internet. I was really blessed at the beginning to meet people online and in real life who were in an accounting space and able to really support me on my journey to make sure that I was looking at the right resources. I had an accounting background, which of course propelled me to be a little bit higher than the average person who would teach themselves because I knew debits and credits. I knew how financial statements worked. I understood the impact of these numbers in businesses, but I was brand new to it. And it was just me. I was, and you know, continued to be for a while. I was IT. I was the office manager. I was sending invoices, following up on them, sending contracts, learning all of this through various systems. We started with Dubsado, um, which I was using to really manage how people came into the firm. QuickBooks, which we still use today, and a lot of kind of hodgepodge of different softwares to make sure that I was delivering a client experience that I could be proud of. Now, the client experience I was proud of then looks a lot different than the client experience that I'm proud of now, but I was learning. I was trying new things. And most importantly, I was focused on what our clients wanted. I knew that it wasn't enough for me to just be a great accountant. I wanted to give people stuff they hadn't seen before, give you access to be able to have calls, give you education through free resources, video, in-person workshops, really this space of saying, it's not enough for me to be a wizard that takes care of your accounting for you. I want to be more than that. I want to be a teacher. I want to be a supporter. I want to be the person that you like talking to and don't come to with fear. And over the years, we've heard so much feedback that we've done just that. But at the beginning, there was me. That was our start phase. We had just begun. I didn't know where this was going. And real talk, I had a job. I was still working for the government and I wasn't sure what was gonna be next for Little Fish. Fast forward a year later, a year almost to the day, I quit my job. I decided that I was gonna go into entrepreneurship full time. Now, I always tell people there's a sense of privilege that comes with that, right? I had a husband who had, I still have a husband. Hi, Jamal. I have a husband and that meant that I had health insurance that I would have otherwise had to pay for alone as an entrepreneur. I also had a six figure job with the government before I left. What does that mean? disposable income. I had a strong savings. I didn't quit my job with $5 in the bank and then just make a dream happen. I know people that do it. Shout out to you. I am too risk averse. And so I had a nest egg to really support me. And I had the faith and support of the people around me. I was really able to make a decision because so many people said, you got this. And real talk, if you don't, you can go back to work. Like you will be fine. So I quit. I hired help. I hired our first administrative assistant to really support me with um, contracts and invoicing. And then I did all of the rest of the work. Every tax return that went out the door, every um, financial statement that got sent, everything that was being done was by my hands. And y'all, it was terrifying. I was so scared that I wasn't doing it right. One of the things that I think we take for granted when we're working for somebody else is that there is always a layer of review above you, right? So if you have human mistakes, something gets switched or you forget to hit a button or whatever the thing is, there is somebody above you that's going to catch that before it goes to anybody else. You don't have that in entrepreneurship. You are your own safety net. And while I was building the business, I really didn't have a um, peer group that I could look to to tell me what was next. 
Y'all, I didn't know anybody who had an accounting firm at the time. I had one person, my mentor, hi James, who had an accounting firm and he had been doing it for a really long time. But I didn't know any people that were like building as I was building. And so a lot of what I was doing at the time was relying on how my clients were building businesses. And many of them were consultants and creatives and the focus was on client experience. So one of the things that you notice that's different about Little Fish from a lot of different accounting firms is that that is our focus. We are going to do the work, you know, that's the baseline, but we also want to make sure you enjoy working with us. We want to make sure that our branding and the feeling around us represents who we stand for, for the people that we want to be able to support. Now, as I was building, we started kind of niching down. I realized that there were areas that I didn't want to be involved in. I'm looking at you sales tax. And so we started thinking about who will Little Fish serve? And by we, now I had grown a little bit. I have an admin assistant and I have a bookkeeper. So somebody who's helping me do the baseline of the work so I can focus on interacting with the client, being the main client, uh, experience advisor, right? On top of that, we've had to start investing in more software. So my processes had to get more um, streamlined because I have to pass them off to other people now. It's not just what's in my brain. If I want help, I need to be able to explain that to somebody else. In addition, we're paying for project management systems. I think we moved into Asana at that point to really start looking at what are we doing, where does everything stand, and not just kind of my post-it notes and notebook of where I knew that clients were. We were also growing our client base rapidly. Within those first couple of years, we had doubled, tripled the number of clients that we were serving, which was exciting. It's everything you asked for, right? But now, and you'll hear me say this often, what got me there to success at the beginning is not what I need now. I need SOPs. I need more support. We have more people. That means I have more people to answer to, both on the client side and internally. I was tired. I was scared. Um, I was never scared of the business failing. I was always scared that I wouldn't do the job that I wanted to be able to do. My reputation is really important to me. Everything that we do, we do out of integrity. We wanna do from a space of like, I care about you as a human being, not just as a person that pays me money. And it would disappoint me when things did not go exactly as planned. What I know now is that I needed more help. And for all of you out there that are doing it by yourself, nobody can make it out here alone. Figure out the things that take the most energy, the most effort, the items that just feel like they're too much for you when you're trying to actually get to a new level and hire for it. So at this point, I have two bookkeepers. I have someone who is supporting me by making sure that like client interactions onboarding are good. And I've got two people who are supporting the actual accounting work of getting it done. This is also the time where we had already built a brand, right? We had started building this brand on Instagram when I first started the firm, but now I'm thinking more about partnership. If you've worked in, with an accountant that's not us, I tend to see that a lot of firms treat it this way, right? I know more than you. I will give you all the things that you need. You go focus on the things that you need to focus on, and I got this. Yeah, 
and you have a part to play too. And so it was really important as we started building that I was creating boundaries, that I was giving clients enough information to know what they needed to know while knowing that on the back end, we were gonna take care of what we needed to. In addition, I started investing. I got a coach and I don't think that coaching is for everyone. I don't think that everyone has to have it in order to be successful. What I will say is the networks that you build from within those coaching processes is probably sometimes more important than the coaching itself. I started meeting peers. I started going online. I was about to say going out more, but I wasn't really going out a ton. But I was trying to get more involved in the community, in real life events, talking to peers online and joining their groups, really trying to get a better sense of like, I built this thing and I'm very proud of it and I love how different it looks. But now I need more because in order for us to up level, in order for us to raise prices and provide this white glove experience that I could see us approaching, but we weren't quite there yet, I needed help. I needed to know who I needed on the team. When you first start hiring, generally we're hiring out of desperation, right? We come to a place where we're like, yo, I can't do all this by myself. Come help me. As we were building and moving into a growth phase, I realized that I needed people to embody, empower, and own processes. It was no longer enough to just support me in doing it. I needed to be able to give more away. So that took us through probably years two and three. And then in year four, we started growing. We started consciously focusing on what could it look like for Little Fish not just to grow uh, monetarily or the number of clients, but to mature in a way, right? We were ready for Little Fish to grow up. And part of that started with a rebranding. When we started, all of our branding, if y'all go all the way back and look at the stuff at the beginning, that was all me and our connections manager. We built it from scratch. I made a logo on Canva. I built a website on Squarespace and all the updates that happened in between were me. So it came to a point where we were like, hey, we wanna mature, we wanna be better. Like I tell y'all, we needed to invest in an expert that was really able to take care of that for us and see the vision and then make it come to fruition. Shout out to Afternoon Culture, who did just that amazing rebrand that really held the heart and soul of what Little Fish was doing, what we wanted to convey, and also really emphasizing that we are a safe space. I want it to be more than an accounting firm. I want to be an advisory firm that gives support, that allows you to take a deep breath and know that everything is going to be okay. We're going to figure this out. And the rebranding really helped to show that. So Afternoon Culture built this for us. And as part of that process, we really had to dig deep into who we wanted to serve and who we wanted to talk to. So we started refining that and got to a place where tiny businesses were really going to be our focus. Tiny is relative. In our world, that usually means that your team is less than 10. It's not a hard and fast rule. As I've told you before, we've got clients that have teams of 25 and 30, but still really small in the big scheme of what companies can be. And for me, that did a couple of things. First, it streamlined down how many types of things people would need from us. But two, those businesses tended to have the same types of questions, issues, and concerns. And so we were able to build service offerings around those that really spoke specifically to that. 
We also completely got out of the brick and mortar game, especially when it came to sales tax, inventory, people who were selling goods and had cost of goods sold, and specifically started focusing on professional service providers, be that coaches, consultants, creatives, people who have firms or agencies that use their brain in order to make money. No disrespect to people who make things because you also are using your brain, but you're using your hands. So we built all of that and that was really kind of the start of our acceleration. We started refining what we were saying and who we were talking to because we got really specific on who we did best work for. On top of that, the team actually did grow. We went from a team of two or three, sometimes four, to a team of six. We hired account managers to really be more of client liaison so that the responsibility didn't all fall on me. Remember y'all, we're only one person and I only had so much bandwidth to be able to do client work and also run this firm that now has full-time employees. On top of that, this was my first time really managing a team. When I was working for somebody, I was never a manager. And so I had to exercise and train some muscles that I didn't have before. What kind of boss did I want to be like? What does that look like on a day-to-day -day basis in both supporting the team and supporting myself? And what does it look like to build a company that people work at? This is much different than building a company that just you work at. I had to think about company culture. What kinds of things do we offer? What is success here at Little Fish? All of that became rallying cries for not just me, but all of the women that work with us in order to make sure that this was a job, yes, but a job that gave all of us the opportunity to live the lives that we wanted. Around this time, COVID showed up. And one of the things that was a blessing in disguise is that Little Fish has always been remote. So we didn't really have to pivot to be at home because our team was already kind of across the country and spread out. In addition, those free tools that we were using didn't really work anymore. Remember, what got us here won't get us here. And what got us here and got us successful here wouldn't get us to the next phase. We had to start investing in more robust tax planning and tax preparation software. I had to hire more tax preparers in order to support the ways that we wanted to and have the level of review that we wanted before it went out. We also started investing in project management software like ClickUp. So we went from like a free software to actually paying for it. We also invested in email management software so that the team could always be abreast of what kinds of communications were happening throughout. Remember, as we added people to the team, our communications got more robust and there were more places for things to live. Not really a big deal when there's one or two of you. Very big deal when six people on the team need to know what's going on. And so that was a new mindset shift for me. This idea that like these free and low cost and it will do enough software wasn't going to be enough for really us to up level what we wanted to do. I also wanted to empower the team. This was one of the first times that we started inviting everybody to give input on like, what does your job look like? What can we do to make it easier? What software works and what doesn't? And while that was an exciting time, it also means that I had more voices to listen to because I'm not the hands on the work and I wanna make sure that the people that are doing it feel fully supported. So that's been our growth phase. And realistically, honestly, that's where we are right now. We're still making changes, still making pivots, figuring out and refining how we can best serve in the best ways, even if that means we serve fewer people. We're excited about what's coming next. 
I'll definitely keep you all in the loop as to what that looks like. But you shouldn't just hear from me today. Let me let you listen to what some of our team members have to say. Hi, my name is Shayla Hill, and I'm the Connections Manager here at Littlefish. I am also Keela's little sister. I lead marketing, branding, communications, and partnerships for the company, and I have had the honor of being a part of this journey from the beginning. Keela and I like to joke that I started out as a volunteer, uh, so helping out in any way that I could. I have a marketing background, so I chipped in a lot with social media, um, some of the brand input on branding, as well as developing like a strategy on how we could acquire new clients. It has been such a joy to watch Little Fish grow. Keela always said before she even thought of Little Fish as an idea that she never saw herself as being an entrepreneur. And so it's really been a joy to watch her grow as a founder, a CEO, but also as a leader. And it's also been super rewarding to work with such an amazing team of brilliant women who are supportive, collaborative, and the ability to really do impactful work that's making a difference. Um, I love that our focus is on the client experience and really making sure that we are serving clients in a way that is able to then enable their businesses to grow. So it has just been really such a rewarding experience. It's been beautiful to be able to work at an all-woman firm. I've never worked in an environment where it's just women, and it's pretty amazing. But overall, the journey has just been pretty amazing to watch how much the company has grown in the past five years from a little idea that Keela had with just doing some taxes to where we are now. I'm excited about the future. I'm excited about the growth of the team. And I'm excited about all the new clients that we'll bring on, as well as extending relationships with existing ones. Hopefully all of you will continue to join us along the journey and, and support us from afar. Hi, my name is Jess Blinn, and I'm the Client Experience Manager for Little Fish Accounting. I am really honored to be a part of the Little Fish team as the business enters its fifth year. I started as a part-time admin back in 2020, just working a few hours a day, but Keela and I quickly realized that there was really a full-time workload there. And so eventually I became Little Fish's first full-time employee, which was really exciting. During my time here, our business has grown and evolved so much. We have added additional full-time staff, expanded our service offerings, upgraded our systems and our client experience. We have reconfigured the business model multiple times. Um, and I really can't even begin to express how transformational it has been for me, both personally and professionally, to work on this team of incredible women who quite literally are redefining what it means to run a business and what an accounting firm can be and do. So thank you, Keela, for your leadership. Thank you, Shayla and Kenya and all Little Fish staff past and present. And happy birthday, Little Fish. Hey, my name is Kenya Todd, and I am the account manager for taxes here at Little Fish Accounting. As the tax account manager, I take care of all aspects of taxes from quarterly estimated taxes, annual tax prep, assisting with the preparation for mid-year and year-end tax calls, as well as answering questions year-round from clients. To me, Little Fish is like a family and I always feel supported by the whole team. Since I began working at Little Fish at the end of 2020, there have been so many implementations to help provide clients a better experience all around, and I only see things getting better in the future. 
The thing I've enjoyed most about working at Little Fish is the shift away from the typical corporate environment and being able to take space when needed. I'm so excited to see what the future holds for Little Fish. Listen, my team is amazing. I am so proud of them. I am so proud of everything that they have been able to do to make Little Fish what it is. And like I said, there have definitely been some challenges. There have been some hard times, some tears, some breakdowns, some should I even be doing this or should I go back to work? Like all of that has happened. But more than anything, I've gotten closer to who I want to be as a business owner and as a person. We keep refining who we want to serve because I have a better sense of who we serve best. We're getting better at that white glove service just elevating so that we can continue to provide the spa-like experience that we promise. And we're only five years in, y'all. We're babies. So I can't wait to see what's next. I can't wait to share with you what's next. And I invite you to join us on this journey of a small business with a small team just like yours that's out here making it. Can't wait to talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, I've got good news for you. We're supporting you all over the internet. Check out our Instagram at littlefishaccounting or our website, littlefishaccounting.com for guidance, resources, and ways to work with us. Plus, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to make sure that you don't miss a future episode. See you next time.